0: It's the Beckler and Shauna podcast, your daily download of X92 Nights X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna.
1: Brought to you by Shane Holmes, offering affordable customization on your new home. It's Monday, January 29th, 2024. I'm Beckler. I'm Shauna. Welcome back to the Beckler and Shauna PissCast, although if you're just listening in consecutive order, there hasn't been a, a weekend break here. You probably just ended Friday's episode and started today's. It's true, yeah. If you're listening in that order, that is. Maybe you're listening in reverse chronological order. I don't know. I don't know how you're consuming this podcast. You, do you, man. How was your weekend, Shauna?
0: It was great. Weather was phenomenal. I went snowboarding on Saturday, and uh, had a band gig on Friday night. Yesterday, kind of got organized for Japan and
1: started to nice. and stuff for my trip. So yeah. Yeah, you got a short week this week because you're leaving for Japan on Friday. I am. Wow. I know. That will be fun. Yeah, it's going to be fun. How many days are you snowboarding there? Five. Five of the nine that you're there?
0: Ten, yeah. And then the others are basically just travel days.
1: Okay. Yeah. Uh, And have you looked at the snow where you're going? Is it
0: it decent? They're getting dumped on right now, so I hope that keeps going. Cool. Getting crapped
1: on. Just pooped on by snow. From what I've seen of the resorts in Japan, they look quite a bit different than North American ski resorts. Like, I, I have some friends that have been there skiing, snowboarding, and it seems like there's a lot of, like, Small trees that are really spaced out. Yes.
0: That is the luxury of Japan is, like, tons of snow. Um, not at super steep runs. They don't have a ton of vertical that way. Okay. Uh, just a ton of powder and these trees that are perfectly spaced that you can
1: just rip through. That's kind of what they're known for. So, Are you doing anything else while you're there? Like, do you have anything else planned other than snowboarding?
0: Yeah, like, we're going to try. Um, we're not... We just don't have a ton of time, right? But, um... Yeah, I would love to hit up the Sapporo Brewery because we're going to be in that area. Cool. There's a huge snow festival that happens in Sapporo that's, like, world-renowned that's happening while we're there. So I'd love to go check that out. And then, of course, like, we're going to a bunch of Japanese onsens and, the, um, like, the ramen uh, capital of,
1: <laughs> of Japan is what, close by to where we are. So that kind of stuff. Yeah. Is that where they make a Sapporo Ichiban? I bet you it is. <laughs> you got to go some, some band, beer. right yeah. from the factory. No. Well, <laughs> uh, so that's very cool. I mean, I know you've been to Japan once before. It's on my bucket list, like top three for sure. My brother's going back there for, I think he's going to be living there for a couple months in the fall again to do uh, another residency as an artist. Oh, that's awesome. He's like, you should come visit. And it's like, ah, we just don't know where to put the kids for that long, right? Fair. So,
0: Yeah, and that's the thing is, I mean, it's a 24-hour travel yeah. to get there. I'm back. Not easy to get there. Do we have direct flights? Uh, No. No? No. I have to stop in Vancouver, and then it's direct from Vancouver to Tokyo. And how long is that flight? I don't remember. Long? 13? 14? 13? No, man. maybe not. Maybe 9? Uh, I don't know. actually know. I don't remember. My bum knee aches just thinking about that. Yeah, it's a long stretch. <laughs> it's going be a long flight.
1: Uh, on today's show, we're going to talk about things that you'd rather not buy new many businesses are operating with skeleton staffs these days and some of the challenges that's presenting for employees um talk about band names that bands that take their names from sounds mm-hmm. uh, a movie that was snubbed at the Oscars I think it's somewhat ridiculous to complain about this and I uh, pissed, pissed off a lister with my thoughts on that and share that with you um a movie that traumatized one of Shauna's friends when they were young. Yes. That and more after you out of context clip. She's having nightmares. Yeah. Ah! I can't get out of it. <laughs>
0: A couple of my friends were playing table tennis on the weekend. Mm-hmm. And uh it was exciting because both of them were playing each other for the first time, and they're both pretty good. So I was like, Oh, I want to go and watch this match. Love that good competition. Oh yeah. That's great. Uh and they are, they're both very competitive people, so I was like, Yeah, let's watch this. Um, after the one friend won, so he won two out of three matches. And he came to me after and he was like, I had to let him win one. <laughs> And I was like, what? And he was like, he was getting so upset and was like looking like he was having such a bad time (laughs) that I had to let him win one of the matches just so that he felt a little better. And I was laughing so hard because I was like, I've done that recently myself. Allowing a friend to win because they were so competitive that it looked like they were having such a bad time that we were playing a card game. And it's this couple's card game. And this guy was just. Looked like he was really getting upset about the whole thing,
1: and so, <laughs> so I. So you let him win.
0: I didn't let. Him, I kind of relaxed m- m- a bit so that he kind of caught up a bit, and then he looked like he was having a way better time, and we continued on. And I was like, "This is crazy! Wow, that as adults we still have to do this kind of thing."
1: Geez, I wouldn't do that. No, I'm I'm pretty competitive too, mm. and I am not letting off the gas. No, even if somebody <laughs> is just. No. It's ruining <laughs> Smoke their them night? them even worse and then taunt them a little too. Because if
0: it, if it kind of like ruins the whole night because they're so angry, then I honestly am like, You'd I would better. have done the same thing. I would have. Yeah. Shana,
1: I don't, I don't go easy when I'm playing against my kids. No, that's fair. My children no, who are you, nine you, and six, I'm going full out. I'd almost so.
0: more do that with kids though, because you don't want them
1: to, you no. know, think you can't give them pity wins. You have to let them. Or make them better if they got to work hard. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. The closest I'll come to... Like, I wouldn't ever give anybody a... Or go easy on someone. The closest I'll ever come to that is if there's any questionable call in a game we're playing, yeah. I always err on the side of giving it to my opponent. Okay. Because I don't want... I don't want to be seen as that kind of player. I yeah. want to be seen as a gentleman mm-hmm. who fights hard, no. but doesn't... No. Uh,
0: if I was the one playing table tennis and yeah, if he was getting that grumpy and it was ruining me, my vibes because he was in that, I would totally probably throw the game too. I was killing myself. Wow. i was just like, this is crazy. As as adults, we still have to do this. You do have to manage your emotions. You almost wonder though, if that's the problem is that when they were growing up, people did kind of take pity and then let him win. And so then when he doesn't win, I wonder he gets really mad. So maybe he does have to learn,
1: doesn't know how to lose, He doesn't know how to lose. And ping pong is one of those things that will... Bring out the hyper competitiveness in people. Yeah. And like my brother and I used to play in my in my dad's garage and there was like paddles smashed and stuff. And, like, totally. We, we were we were intense about it.
0: Yeah. Well I have another friend who she knows herself that she can't handle the competition. So she's refused to do anything with friends that's competitive. She's she will,
1: removed herself from the situation. Will, she will
0: not play ping pong, she will not play pool, she will not play darts. <laughs> Because she is too competitive and she knows it'll ruin her night, so she just doesn't play at all. Yeah, good for her. Yeah, it's true. The Beckler and Shauna podcast.
1: I forgot to tell you about two things I saw at the Nordic Spa when I went last week. Okay. First, there was a skullet there. How did you forget to tell me about the skullet, Beckler? I guess I was still shaken up by it. Honestly. it was a skullet in the spa, like floating in the pools and stuff. Oh, stu- a yeah. A spallet. It was a it was a Nordic spalet.
0: It was just tickling the water. I bet like a majestic waterfall.
1: I'm uh, surprised they didn't actually charge us all more. Yeah. To share the spa with that skulllet. Honestly, it was yeah. Be- it was just beautiful. It was
0: hey, can I touch it?
1: It's, it's magnificent. Oh, that's delightful. Next, uh, there was uh, there was quite a huge Terry there. And first of all, okay, first of all, did Terry her get had, lost or like, I think he was out there for a romantic, uh, oh, relaxing day lady. with his old lady. Okay. Mm-hmm. But Terry had his, uh, Terry had his Carhartt toque and his sunglasses on in the, in the, in the water. Yeah. Uh, and the Carhartt toque these days is like more of a hipster thing it than is, a Terry yeah. thing, but this, this guy was a Terry. They give you sandals to wear, like these slides, these rubber slides that everybody wears around the, the spa. But he had his own camo Crocs with him. Oh, my God. So I was like, God, no, thanks. I, I got my own. I got my own. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, These are better
0: support for my feet.
1: Wow, <laughs> was, that's amazing. I was floating near him in one of the pools, and I overheard him say to his old lady, a guy could get a good meditation going on here. <laughs> How? So this Terry's a little different. I was
0: going to say a, he's a Terry who's really branching out here.
1: He's trying but, to get a little less fuck could I meditate. Oh says. my god.
0: <laughs> Those are two words that normally don't go in the same sentence. Fuck don't, and meditate, but, but here Terry, we are. Yeah. Yeah, Terry's learning.
1: So it was a great trip to the Spa Shota.
0: And Shana podcast. Two of my friends were talking about this movie called Sleepaway Camp. Have you seen that movie?
1: It. I think I saw bits and pieces of Sleepaway Camp. From at what some I point. gather,
0: it's it's awful. Yeah,
1: like, I think it's like super, like super low budget.
0: Yep, yep. It's one of those ones like the Human Centipede to me. Uh, did you ever see that
1: one? No, I never watched it. No. Yeah,
0: mm, okay.
1: But, uh, don't don't bother. All I remember about Sleepaway Camp is bush. There's oh. like some full frontal at one point, oh. and just like a like a huge bush. Okay,
0: it's funny you bring this up because <laughs> a friend of mine also said that it was the first time he. Uh, he felt a little stir. Oh, really? When he was younger, is was that it because movie, of
1: the giant bush? Which I
0: now I'm going to have to ask him. I'm is like, that, are you in a bush? Is that
1: is that is why? Or that George W. There? Yeah,
0: is, it's just big old bush under your sin <laughs> cave there. That's why. Okay, I'm interesting. In the tulip garden, little bush yeah, tulip serious, garden Yeah, serious, serious. Uh, anyway, uh, I'd never actually heard of this this movie before. Now I'm going to have to take a look just for the bush alone. Um, <laughs> But they were saying <laughs> that <do> it, man. <laughs> it, it was the first movie. My one friend said it was the first movie that kind of haunted her as a kid. And it was one of those movies that stuck with her and she couldn't ah, okay. kind of like get away from. It yeah. was that movie. And I was like, it's funny because I feel like everybody has that one movie that you watched maybe just a little too young mm-hmm. and it stuck with you and kind of haunted you for the rest of time. Did you have a movie like that?
1: Yeah, for me, it was The Mummy. Oh, right. Um, but when did. The- I feel like I was probably a little too old, too. Okay, so it came out in 99, so I would have been 10. Just a bit of a scaredy cat? Or? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. It just That one disturbed me when I was young. Yeah. The mummy with Brendan Fraser. Interesting. I don't recall any bush in that one. No, but. no. Oh, and then I was wondering, with my friend, I should
0: ask her as well. I was like, is that what haunted you the most, is the, the bush?
1: bush. Ah! <laughs> She's having nightmares? Yeah. Ah! I can't get out of it! I'm
0: climbing through the bush! That's ah, so gross!
1: Oh, God! Holy. So huge! That's it! It must have been that. It was definitely. The Bush. I don't think the movie was super scary. Yeah, the
0: movie for me was Dante's Peak, and again, that's not scary. Was there Bush in that There's movie? A... <laughs> is that?
1: <laughs> this is <laughs> <They're> completely derailed. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just that's the only thing I remember with that movie. Ooh, I just, just all I can holy picture hell. is a horror Bush that's now. A, just, that's a <laughs> horror, horror movie. movie about Bush
0: <laughs> <laughs> getting <laughs> trapped. in I mean the human centipede really is You connect to oh. Actually that works with Man if there was Bush oh. in that Oh my lord It wouldn't
1: even have a movie No he least <laughs>
0: Dante's Peak. It was actually about a volcano and bush. <laughs> and bush. You got Dante's Bush. bush.
1: To Big Bush. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. I saw a bunch of posts on the weekend from people who were upset about the Oscar nominations this year, specifically regarding the Barbie movie. Uh, I saw this as well, yes. Did you? Okay. Yeah. So here's the one post that some of my social media friends liked enough to share and repost. said, the Academy nominated Barbie for Best Picture... A film about women being sidelined and rendered invisible in patriarchal structures, but not the women the woman who directed the film. Right. And I guess they felt there was some irony in that. Uh, and I realize that as a man, maybe some won't care to hear my, my counter arguments to this, but I does, don't want to hear from you. Mm-hmm. Does that not seem like a bit of a trap? <laughs> like if it doesn't win an Oscar, it proves the movie the movie's point?
0: Uh, yeah. I mean I think it's just that the other nominations were think just not the director, but I was like, well, they just perhaps felt the director didn't do as good a job as other directors. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. that were nominated. nominated. I know. Yeah. To me, that's like that's like me saying to you, give me a hundred dollars. You don't like me. I win either way. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> either I'm proven right, or or I get a hundred bucks. Like it seems like a bit of a trap. Mm-hmm. If I make a movie about how my group is underrepresented, underappreciated, and then I don't win, that proves the point of my movie. It doesn't really work like that, I know. does it? I did find that a little bit strange, yeah. There were also some people upset that Ryan Gosling was nominated, but Margot Robbie wasn't, therefore, again, proving the feminist message of the movie. Right. And to me, that one's even sillier, because it's not like they were in the same category. It's not like they were up against each other for that award. Yeah. You know who did get nominated for Best Actress over Margot Robbie? Other women. I know.
0: Yeah, I found... I know. I Yeah. I'm kind of with you on this. I was a little bit
1: confused as the whole thing. So the patriarchal structure that snubbed Margot Robbie also nominated Lily Gladstone and Emma Stone and, like... Other women. how How does that make any sense? But the movies
0: that those were in weren't about the patriarchy, right? So... Patriarchy movie needed to have the
1: nominations so you just set a trap with the movie that you make is that Mm -hmm. Hmm. I know okay yeah Interesting Yep uh, Let's Cotton Eye Joe Our way out of this one Okay that here. sounds good If we good. can yep. Where's caught Eye Joe? I've, yeah. I Joe I've been married long time yeah, ago will do it Where did you come from Where, Where, did, you Where did you go learn Shana podcast. Well that take pissed At least one person off We got an angry message here We actually had some Angry messages last week too Yeah About uh, Specifically about When we were making fun Of the Ann Arbor school board Right Some people were not Happy with that Uh huh Rustling jimmies Um, So this person said very insightful commentary on the Oscars, give me a break. X used to be a legitimate alternative station. Most of the issues you so glibly gloss over are actually far more complicated than you give them credit for being. To say that a movie deserves an Oscar but its director and lead actress do not is pretty ignorant. The movie, created largely through the creative force of its director, received eight nominations. It's the clear Oscar leader, but its star and director don't deserve nominations. You act like the Oscars are only based on merit, but they are very political and you're ignoring this. Ignoring the star and the director both women diminishes them and makes these women invisible didn't get a name from that one no this is someone who's messaged us in the past clearly listens to the show
0: mm-hmm. I found this like the Oscars are trying to be so woke right now that I was like you, they would would they not have intention if they knew this was going to be pushed but they wouldn't have done that like
1: it doesn't make sense to me that like you said the Oscars bend over backwards to show how progressive they are yeah And they nominated this movie eight times, this movie with a feminist message, but then also at the same time, this person is saying, decided to snub the director and lead actress out of, in the name of what? Patriarchy? Is it one, it's one or the other.
0: Yeah. They're trying to say that the patriarchy is still very much alive. Is that what they think is trying to happen? But then 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 it wouldn't
1: have gotten eight nominations. Yeah. So, and I haven't seen any of the movies that, uh, on the list for Best Actress, Best Actor, Best... I didn't, haven't seen a lot of movies this year, we'll put it that way. No, me either. I know. So I don't know and it, whether it deserves it or not. And even then, it would just be subjective, like it already is. Like it always is, yeah. I agree with this person that the Oscars are political, but I think we're probably thinking about it in different ways. Uh, I also pointed out to them the irony of saying that Margot Robbie, one of the most famous and bankable stars in the world, is invisible... In their words, she's kind of the opposite of invisible. Mm -hmm. She's incredibly famous and successful. Yeah. So very. that doesn't make a lot of sense. No. And just to address their first point where they said, give me a break. X used to be a legitimate alternative station. Like just because we're an alt station, there's some acceptable opinion on which we have to toe the line. That doesn't sound very alternative. (laughs) Only say things I agree with. Yeah. That's alternative. Huh? Nah. Nah, I don't agree with that. Mm -mm. Well, we're able to bring you these pipe and hot takes thanks to Shane Holmes. Shane Holmes offers affordable customization. Uh, I saw a graphic card that Shane Wenzel posted recently just showing some of the company's stats over the years, and Shane Holmes has built 15,879 homes, and 11,257 of those were customer-designed floor plans. Wow. So... Most of the homes mm-hmm. Shane Home sells uh, have some form of customization going on.
0: Which makes sense because they offer that up. So would you just be like, no, I'm good. Yeah. No, if you have some customization ideas, then you would totally put that in your home. Chances Maybe your own. you're,
1: you're going to take the the option it. if it's there. Do it. Do it. ShaneHolmes.com. Shane Holmes. The better
0: way to build. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. I don't know if you got out to any of the big winter classic shows that were happening
1: in the last know.
0: few days. Uh, there was one band that I saw on the poster and I didn't get the chance to see them, but their name was Pew Pew Pew. But there was a K in there. So it's like Pew Pew
1: Pew. Pew Pew Pew
0: Pew. Like... I think it's to imitate the sound of a gun. I don't know.
1: A laser gun, perhaps? A, a
0: laser gun. Uh, I I, have, know, I
1: saw them on the poster, and I was like, how do you pronounce that?
0: I don't know. Um, but I was like, I like that name. It really caught my attention. Also, I have a little clip, because I, I was like, if we're going to talk about them, give them a little... <laughs> So they're sounds a good. Yeah, punk band from Toronto and uh, yeah, they sound really good. So I was kind of sad I missed them. But then I got thinking about this and I don't know why, but I got thinking about other bands that are named after sounds.
1: Bands that are named after sounds. And this is
0: a real thinker. This is just a good Monday morning thought experiment <laughs> for you. It's a tough one, but there are some.
1: I have been racking my brain since you asked me about this, Shauna. Yep, and I didn't want to just cheat and Google it. Nope. So I was, i have been trying to think, and I have zero, zero. Okay. The closest I could think of was explosions in the sky, mm. but I think that's more about the like the visual idea of explosions in the sky as opposed to the sound.
0: I—I I suppose so, so. Although I would put that into the category. Okay. Then I guess fans. I have one so kind of. So you've got one so, explosions in the d- sky. You have more. I've—I've uh, I've, yes. Okay. So wham was the first one that I thought of, right? Yeah, wham would be a sound. Wham is a wham. sound for sure. Wham. Whammy. Uh, another one, bow wow. Ah, okay. Sound of a dog. So again, Formerly you Formerly like, known as Lil Bow Wow. Lil Bow Wow or Bow Wow Wow or whatever. Yes. Yeah, so you kind of... I'm expanding the mind here. We're doing... Again, it's taking some time, but... It
1: sure does. you got to think outside the box. You
0: really do. Um, the other one, this one's a stretch, but hootie in the blowfish, because a hoot is a sound. Again, though, that one's a stretch, so I can take that one right <laughs> off the list. But it is a sound. Hoot
1: is, anyway. We might have to count it, depending yeah. on how long, how short this list is. It's
0: pretty <laughs> short. It's pre- Then I was thinking uh, Crash... Test dummies, because crash is a sound. Okay. So if you're going to put crash on... Okay, what about the clash?
1: (laughs) Again, yeah. It's an iffy one. it could be a clash between two things. It could be, yeah. If -hmm. you talk about a a clash between countries, it's typically not referring to the sound of them coming together. No. It could be the clash of swords. It could be the clash of... Yeah. So
0: it could go that way. All right. This is, again, a stretch. Uh, What about this one? The buzzcocks a buzz I don't know what a, a buzzcock is. is it a, is it a bird uh a, actually I don't even know I just thought that a buzz would be a sound so I, I was tossing <laughs> that in the list as well what is a buzzcock? I don't know I uh, no it's idea. gonna be next etymology now it's a band we know that much from England but what else etymology live of buzzcock of buzzcock. uh do we have no more ter- cock means youngster mm. so a buzz uh, that's the buzz, okay. Hmm. Anyway, give me a buzz. Cock is where. That, so, but that's. I'm going to count that as a sound. Okay.
1: Sure.
0: Uh that's the only other one I have to be wow. honest right now. So it's a pretty short
1: list. <laughs> yeah, I'd say over half of them are like questionable. They
0: are. Although when you talked about explosions, I was like there were some that I was thinking about that were sounds like that, like crashing explosions that way. So now I'm going to have mm. to go back and r- rack back around for that. Well, we tried, okay? Sure did. It's a good... Again, my brain hurts now from thinking.
1: The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. My brother works with a woman who had her car broken into recently. And you know what they stole out of her car, Shauna? What did they steal? Her custom orthopedic back brace. She has, she has scoliosis and wears this custom back brace. What? And someone stole it out of her vehicle. Oh, that's brutal. I mean, first of all, it's incredibly immoral to steal something that someone needs like that. You yeah, know, if that's you ever, stupid. Like, you hear a story about someone's wheelchair getting stolen, and you're like, well, you are the worst person yeah. in the whole world, right?" Mm-hmm. Like a custom back brace that she needs for her medical condition. What are
0: you gonna do with it? What it's on custom.
1: earth are you ever gonna? Is a thief gonna do with a custom back brace? <sighs> Even if you had back problems. It doesn't matter. It doesn't work.
0: It's like stealing my... I have this knee brace from when I... and Yeah, it's fully custom. It's like custom. You can't... No one else can fit it. It's, it's my not, knee only. There's it's her just, back. I
1: don't What
0: know, are you going to do with it?
1: It's. Like, it kind of reminds me... So down here, kind of by the station where we park mm-hmm. in this parking lot, there's always like just piles of, of stuff that I can only assume is stolen, most yeah. of it, right? And mm-hmm. some of the things that are in there, it just I blow know. me away. Like, there'll be... A fax machine in there. I'm like, What are you going to do with a fax machine? One ski. Yeah. W- one ski? Mm-hmm. So you stole one ski from someone. Yeah. Yeah, I know.
0: Blown I saw it away. a portable heater the other day. And I was
1: like, that's, I mean, that one well, at least. That is, makes sense if you could run an extension cord, yeah, right? Yeah, you could find a place to plug yeah. in, I, I suppose. Mean, some yeah. of this stuff to get stolen. It's like, All right, I see how someone could have a use for this, right? But and some of it's somebody a bit needs stranger, it more right? than I yeah. do. But uh-huh. a back
0: brace? What did I see the other day? And I was just like, what are you going to do with that? <laughs>
1: A back brace. No, like the, honestly, what do you? A, a custom, custom back brace. Uh, it wasn't a total loss for this woman, though, because the thief did leave behind a bag of moose meat that expired in 2021.
0: Well, that's good. Yeah. Why does she have a bag of moose meat so that expired in 2021 in her car? No, that's what the thief left. Oh, and uh, the but, thief took the back oh, brace and gave her and this gave expired her- moose meat. So, oh so it was an exchange. Trade, that's I'd yeah, I yeah. say so.
1: <laughs> The Beckler and Sean
0: podcast. I was chatting with a friend recently who's working at a company right now, and uh, he says they're basically running on a skeleton staff. And he was like, ever since COVID, they kind of realized that they could manage with less people, and just never rehired the people that they let go. Oh. And he said now they're just kind of rolling with that. And it's probably
1: great for the people who are still there, hey?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's nuts though, because yeah, he said now everybody's kind of just doing multiple jobs. The company's making more money, though, of course, because mm-hmm. less people to pay. Uh, but he was like, I think that this is happening a lot ever since COVID. He had his own name for it as well. He called it the burnout business model, the BBM. The
1: BBM. I the haven't BBM. heard that before. No, I've no. I've heard of like, you know, quiet fire, quiet firing and quiet quitting quiet and all quitting those and terms. All stuff, stuff. But, but the BBM, yeah. the burnout business model. Okay. Yes. How does it work?
0: And that's ex- essentially it is that these companies are now running with less people. They're running on these skeleton staffs. They're giving everybody more jobs and a lot mm-hmm. more work to do. And making more money and burning people out.
1: The employees probably aren't making more money. They're not. No, no
0: the companies are, excuse right. me. Uh, and then, yeah, it's just burning people out faster.
1: Yeah, do more work for mm-hmm. the same amount of money, which is actually less amount of money when you factor in inflation. So. Absolutely,
0: yeah. yeah. Yeah, and I was like, man, and it's funny because I have I have a few friends who are working in places and they mm-hmm. are kind of operating under this mm-hmm. burnout business model.
1: And, I mean, unemployment in the country is low. Mm-hmm. So the companies are probably like, what are you going to do? Yeah. Go somewhere else?
0: There's nowhere else to go. I know. It's greasy. It's one of those things, though, that, yeah, unfortunately with COVID, you know, we had to run that way. And it was like, well, it's this or you don't have a job at all. So employees back then were probably a little happier to do a little bit more work if it meant that they were still getting a right. paycheck, right? right. But Of course, now things have recovered. These companies are back making the money they used to, but they're like, actually, we're going to just stay with this amount of ploys. This is good for us. Greasy. Uh, Super greasy. Yeah. Yeah. I hope that this doesn't continue, but I don't see it getting better.
1: Yeah. It's unlikely that a company like that's going to wake up and be like, we should hire everyone back. Yeah. We should cut into our profits and hire everyone back. Is there anything you can do as an employee to be like,
0: "Uh, actually, we're burning out pretty hard here. Like,
1: Well, they've got... People waiting to take your job, probably, so...
0: I don't like that. The
1: and Shana Podcast. I got a new pair of boots, recently a new pair of hiking boots. Yeah, you did. And I love them, uh-huh. uh, but they were brutal to break in, Shauna. Oh, Shana. yeah. I had a bloody ankle on several occasions before oh, geez. finally getting comfortable with them. Uh, and also, I wore them out this uh, this weekend in the slush because I wanted to mess them up a bit, too. I, I don't think you want brand new hiking boots.
0: Well, no, you need to wear, break them in. You need to break them in. That's painful.
1: But I also think brand new hiking gear, if you're out on the trail, it makes you look like a real tourist. Mm, That's fair. You want to get some miles on those bad boys. Yeah. So that's what I was doing. They're one of those things that I think you don't really want to be new. Hmm. Even though getting new stuff is exciting, some things it's like, "Ah, I'd, I'd rather keep the old ones if possible. It's true. Yeah. Can you think of anything else that you don't really want new? Cowboy boots. Yeah, same thing.
0: Yeah, same thing.
1: Same with like hockey skates. Yeah, breaking a new hockey skates is always quite painful.
0: Yeah, same. With, I mean, ski ski boots and stuff. Ski gear as a whole, I find like if you have brand new gear out in the hills and it's like, mm-hmm. yeah,
1: you look like a tourist, you don't do.
0: you? Yeah, especially if you you're not that good. Yeah, right. It's like don't you
1: just bought all that brand new, didn't you? You don't even know how to ski. Your gear needs to have a little bit of wear in it. You need some nicks on your board yep. and stuff. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I would say the same thing is true of tools and workwear. Mm. Like you wouldn't. I don't think you'd want to show up at a job site in all new gear. No. It's like this is your first day, isn't it? Yeah. You don't have any experience. It's true. You want you want your gear to to have a little bit of uh a bit a little life to it. A little, yep. bit of, a little bit of wear. A little to bit it. of
0: experience shows that experience. you have experience. That's yep.
1: right. Life experience. Otherwise, you're too new. If you get hired in like a construction job, go thrift. Your, <laughs> go thrift your workwear.
0: Yep. Go bang your helmet around quite a bit, too. Yeah, make sure that that's got some scratches on it.
1: Put her in the dryer with some rocks. Your yeah, heart there you hats. go. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. Etymology with Shauna. Well.
0: You got an etymology for us, Shauna? I went on a little journey. Okay. Um, so I was learning so the word cloud. I was thinking about clouds. I don't know why. I looked up, saw clouds. I was like, where do we get the word cloud from? And uh, it's a lot more involved than I thought. So it comes from the old English word clud, which means mass of rock or hill.
1: Which is kind of the opposite of a cloud.
0: It is. But it's because of the resemblance of a cumulus cloud, which are those big puffy ones that kind of build up. The resemblance of that to like a mass of rock or a pile sure. of rocks. I could see it. And that's where that Looks kind of like came a, from. A fluffy mountain in the sky. It does. Right. Uh, but that clud word comes from the Germanic root word, which means lump. So okay. you can also kind of see that when sure. it comes to lumps of rocks, lumps of clouds, that kind of thing. Lump of clouds. Uh, this, though, comes from the Greek word cloutus, And before that, gloutis, which means butt. Your as in like glute? As in gluteus maximus. That's where we get that word as well in glutes, uh, the short form of that. And that all comes from but buttocks. So clouds, piles of rocks, and butts Comes from asses are all connected. There's a connection from clouds to ass. Bum to cloud. Butts and clouds. Never would have guessed that in a million years. And so when I started reading about that, I was like, I would never make that connection. No. Now every time I see a cloud, I'm gonna think of an ass though.
1: I can see the connection too between a pile of rocks and a muscly ass. Yeah, right.
0: And you look at a cloud, I'm gonna look for asses and clouds now and be like, oh, that one for sure. Podcast. I have a Terry of the Month nominee if I could. Sure. Okay. Uh, so my boyfriend Cliff, his, his hockey team, he plays, or he works for the Prince Albert Raiders, which is mm-hmm. WHL team. Uh, they changed their name over the weekend to the Cobra Chickens. So they did the whole like you know how some of these teams will do this they'll come and like
1: a theme night yeah theme night okay I noticed on Friday were you wearing a Cobra Chickens hoodie I'm wearing it right now okay yeah I meant to ask you about that yeah
0: yeah so that's that's the PA
1: Raiders this is
0: the PA Raiders Cobra Chickens that is a
1: wicked piece of merch
0: it really is right yeah. Um, and it's funny because they did. So they they have these amazing jerseys that have cobra chickens on them. They're like the geese, which is their- a
1: Canada goose if you aren't familiar. Yes, but-
0: and uh, the the geese. It's hilarious because they're wearing their hockey helmets. And they've got uh, skates on. Yeah. And it's just it's really well done. <laughs> um, and it was funny because Cliff got a call to his office on game night from this guy, and he was like, "Look, my buddies and I are in a fishing shack. We just saw your cobra chicken merch. We need some." <laughs> From the fishing shack? From the fishing shack, and I guess he sounded pretty drunk as well, as you do, I think, when you're ice fishing from the fishing shack. But uh, then he sent a photo to my boyfriend of where he was, and it's the shack, but it's this old private plane that Terry converted into a fishing shack. Really? So there's this private plane, and then it's a shack attached to it. So it's this insane fishing shack. That Terry and his buddies were hanging out and then there was snowmobiles out front as well, of course, because that's how Terry got to this fishing shack. But they sent this picture and that is where they were, like wow. in the middle of nowhere. That's pretty cool. This converted old private plane, this fishing shack, and Terry and his buddies. I was just killing myself envisioning this though, because clearly they're all sitting around drinking, and they somehow see this Cobra Chickens merch and they're like, Look, we need this right now.
1: We can't get into the rink right now, can't but we're get gonna
0: <laughs> we're fishing we're, we're all drunk okay yeah. can't snowmobile over there so can you reserve some cobra chicken merch for us
1: so they're gonna sell a ton of that merch i think oh i think cause. they already sold out most oh yeah. Of it. yeah yeah it's crazy um it's a good promo
0: yeah it is and god bless terry for you know thinking ahead <laughs> and reaching out to my boyfriend and getting some himself
1: You've been listening to the Beckler and Shauna Podcast. Brought to you by Shane Holmes, offering affordable customization on your new home.
0: You want more? Then tune in to X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna live on Calgary's Alternative, X929. Monday through Friday, 6 to 10 a.m. Mountain Time at x929.ca. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and have Beckler and Shauna downloaded daily to whatever device you use. Later. Okay.
1: X- after Hours, A weekly podcast that brings X Afternoons with Mariah and Ty to another level of awesome. It allows you to listen on your own terms. Go behind the curtain and hear the stuff you won't hear on the radio. Like, fuck, they're going to say fuck. Find X After Hours wherever you get your podcasts
0: or on the X app.